Hello, 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 all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome back to the Incohesivity Podcast. I am your host, me. It is a beautiful, rainy day in my neck of the woods, um, which is why I have decided to sit down and take the time to record a podcast. Otherwise, I probably would not have. I've, um, I've, I'm, I'm trying to dedicate myself to this. Um, I have commitment issues. I oftentimes don't stick to many things. Also, I have taken the little, the sponge fucking thing off my microphone in the hopes that it'll improve my audio quality. I don't know if that'll do anything, but we will see. Um, it is like a rainy day, so I was actually dedicating this day to grocery shopping because I need to buy some groceries um one very special grocery in particular that being meat of some form I have been a vegetarian for four years and my anemia has gotten so ridiculous that I have abandoned it vegetarianism's not real humans are not made to be vegetarian i have learned this now and any vegetarian that says oh well each human is no shut up we need to eat meat not all the time not in excess and i don't believe in cruelty towards um the animals that we eat the beautiful cows and chickens fish and other poultry and livestock that we eat Um, i don't believe in mass producing such livestock but i do believe that every now and then it won't kill anybody to have a steak no we're not restarting to install the latest windows updates we're not we're not doing that because i'm not gonna re-record this podcast i'm not gonna do it shut up (laughs) my computer's not happy anyways yeah i was um so i was grocery shopping and i was gonna make two trips um i made my first trip which was to the cheap grocery store i live in a college town um i'm not a college student don't be fooled (laughs) but i do live in a college town it is um so there's a lot of like different selections as it pertains to like groceries and um foodstuffs one of the most popular ones amongst the kids um at the college is Lidl because if you know about Lidl, it's just the cheapest possible groceries you can get. <laughs> that and Aldi's, but I think they're sister stores. I think somebody told me that, like they're under the same roof, so. That's cool. Um, so I wanted to make a trip to Lidl because I didn't want to pay exorbitant prices for oil, eggs, and almond milk. Unfortunately, I forgot to grab cooking oil and I'll probably just buy it at the bougie store that I'm headed to, the world famous. Can we give it an applause? Fucking Whole Foods, because I don't know where to get meat from. You know, I could listen to my um, Muslim counterparts and they'll be like, oh, go to the halal market. Listen, if anybody out there has ever been to a halal market, okay, it stinks. It stinks. And do I doubt the quality of the meat? No, because rotting carcasses, of course, probably stink. But it is a distinct bunk that I'm just not in the mood for today. I'm really not in the mood for it today. Mm. I, I don't feel like dealing with that today. I'm I'm not interested. 
<laughs> so um, I have devoted myself to going to the Whole Foods, which is another um, grocery store in the area surrounding the college, um, along with a mom's, a shopper's, a Target, and probably something else. Oh, and a Yes Market. So there's lots of options. Um, this is a very expensive college. As most colleges are, this is a particularly expensive college for my state. Um, it is the state college. It is the the state college. Um, so, you know, you got the selection for the, the bougie kids, and then you got the selection for the kids that got in on scholarship whose parents were just like, you're a fucking idiot, and I'm not supporting you in this because <laughs> you could have just gone to community college, kid. Come on, live within your means. And it's like, no, dad, I want to be successful in life, which is college is not a measure by any means of how successful you're going to be. You can get the fattest, thickest, sexiest, juiciest, like wet pussiest college degree out there. And you still are not guaranteed a decent job. You're not guaranteed a house, wife and kids, a dog. You're not guaranteed that just because you went to a bougie college you're really not it's the people you know and the asses you kiss that will get you into those high power positions in life um so anyways i did go to Lidl. i got my almond milk and i got my eggs i bought honey because this is okay i i in the past when i was living with my parents i never used to drink my tea with anything other than honey or agave and now i'm drinking my tea with sugar because i'm not re I, I just you know my parents spent money on honey. Luckily, they had some in stock at Lidl. So I bought two different types of honey. A lavender flavored honey and then a regular um, orange blossom honey. So I'm excited to get back on my shit as it pertains to tea because the amount of sugar I consume on a daily basis is grotesque. Um, yeah, so after grabbing my groceries, I walked outside and was welcomed to Torrential Downpour honestly and so i i checked my google maps i'm a pedestrian once again check my google maps think to myself okay well it's 19 minutes by bus and the bus is not going to come on time so fuck that or it's 19 minutes on foot and it's raining and i know i'm going to take less than 19 minutes to get home so i uh i walk my ass home through the cute neighborhood i think uh, what I like about where I live is I think college towns tend to be a little bit like older, more suburban, you know, like once you get like just a little bit outside of like the, the stretch of college, like like the area where you're like, okay, I'm going to look over here and that is the college, you know, like out of the view of the college, my neighborhood is beautiful. My town is beautiful. It's all very like suburban cute houses lovely families everybody is friendly people ride their bikes there's lots of pedestrians because there's college kids everywhere so i don't look strange going on foot in the rain to the grocery store there was like six other kids with me doing the same thing it's awesome i love it um it's not cool to live in towns like this though like where everything is accessible by either foot or by bus because it's like you're not motivated to save money to get a car and i probably do need a car i probably do but for right now, my entire life is in this town, which is pedestrian friendly to the gods. So, um, yeah, I got caught in the rain. It's fine though. I've had an outfit change. Um, I was wearing like my, um, 
hardcore <laughs> girl girl <laughs> my hardcore uh cute girl outfit the ripped jeans and the rock'em sakura sweatshirt but i had to hang them up to dry i'm now wearing some band shirt that i thrifted and oh gosh and these brand new old navy skinny fit dark wash denim jeans with the brown stitching along with my brown belt. This t-shirt is red and black. It does not fit, um, it does not match the jeans and outfit at all. I don't care because I put gold jewelry on top of it so it kind of blends in a little bit. It looks good. Um, why do I feel the need to explain my whole last outfit? Anyways, today, you know, last podcast I said I would, um, talk about my mom finding my, uh, my vibrator did i say dildo or vibrator i think i said dildo but i meant vibrator i don't listen okay it's one of those things that all kids don't really want to happen it happened though it's in high school i was actually very surprised by the outcome my mother's an evil woman okay and i was very shook by her response actually i was not shook by her response okay so let me tell you a story i, I was hanging out with my friend Alex Um, she has a nice car um, and she was willing to drive all the way to fucking Virginia so hell yeah yeah we went to we went to the all famous Tyson's Corner mall in Virginia I think it's technically like Arlington but they call it Tyson's Corner because that's where the mall and everything is and the Galleria It's it's a very very bougie mall um tyson's corner in of itself is a bougie mall but of course you go to anywhere in virginia and everything's expensive and already bougie so tyson's for virginia goers for for virginians is not very bougie at all i'm sure they're sick of it just as i'm sick of the nation's capital everybody's like oh my gosh you live near dc what's it like i'm like trash garbash yeah um, but then across from Tyson's Corner is the Galleria, which is supposed to be the bougie mall where you have all your Gucci, Chanel, um, Dulce & Gabbana, the other expensive brands. <laughs> when I was younger, I used to do a lot of scrapbooking and I used to love looking for like Dulce & Gabbana magazines and I'd always find Gucci instead. And I'd be like, no, I want fucking Dulce & Gabbana to, to, to collage with. Anyways. What was I talking about? Yeah, so I, I we went to Tyson's. I went to Tyson's with my friend. We hung out. We ate lunch. We did some light shopping. We were high school kids. We didn't have any fucking money. <laughs> At least not any of our own. <laughs> um, it was winter time. It was beautiful. It started snowing and everything. Like my friend was on the road whipping shit. Like I was like, holy fuck, Alex, yo. <laughs> learn to drive in virginia these people out here they'll arrest your ass like cool it cool it like oh my goodness anyways yeah so we of course being the teenage girls that we were we ran we saw the spencer store we ran straight to the back like no holds bars went straight to the back of the spencers that's where all of the um glitter covered phalluses are kept and we were looking at them and alex was explaining to me um i'm not gonna put her last name out there because she's not gonna hear this podcast but i don't want to expose anybody she was like 
I don't want anything big. I was like, what the f- <laughs> trying to bust out his magnum dong or something. Like, where's the three foot shit? But of course this is Spencer's. Their dildos are small and conservative, which is like, it's fine. I mean, they have a couple of rabbits, but it's nothing special. They used to have glass dildos. And I almost want one. We'll save that story for when I actually do get one. Anyways, um, so she was like, I just, uh, uh, so she got what she got, right? Me on the other hand, you know, up until that point I had been using Benoit balls, which always got the job done, but I had never really explored with dildos, mostly because I didn't feel the need to. I was very satisfied with how I was um, hand handling my ovulation horniness. So I was like, yeah, I don't need anything big, mostly because I've, I, <laughs> I know what happens when I stick big things in my orifices. It's not, it's not fun. I, I can explain that later. It's just a TMI on Asia. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This is, listen, look, this podcast, I'm going to talk about whatever the fuck, okay? I gather my podcast inspiration from the official podcast with um, the man, the myth, the legend himself. He goes by many names. Um, Moist Critical, Penguin Zio, Dildo King himself. Um, or just Charlie. <laughs> so their podcast is successful and they talk about all different kinds of nasty shit. So I'm going to... I feel like I'm allowed to talk about whatever I want to. It's fine. Anyways, yeah. So I decide, you know, I'm just, I'm going to try a vibrator. I'm going to try getting this tiny little bullet. This blue bullet is very cute. Got the batteries for it and everything. I was, I was very happy and excited about using it. Um, it got left at my mother's house, which is unfortunate. So I hope she's enjoying that. Um, anyways, right, so, some time passes, you know, and I, I think it's the weekend, I just got up at like 1, 2, 3 p.m. and was like, yep, now is the time to take a shower and freshen myself, and in the process of doing that, I hear my mother banging on the shower door. I'm like, well, on the door to the bathroom, not the shower door. We didn't have shower doors. We had fucking curtains. She tried to bang on that shit. It'd be like shadow boxing me. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if she did some shit like that. But it, uh, <laughs> this would have been a whole different story. Anyways, right? So she's like banging on the bathroom door. I'm in the shower, by the way. I'm like, I'm feeling myself. Not like, no. Like, I have music playing like just enjoying my shower no stop it not that much of a heathen i am um <laughs> anyways um so oh my god look at my pimples oh, this is so bad that's because i tried to pop these two okay no moving on anyways um so I, I, I get out the shower because she's like banging on the door like something happened like the like the apartment's on fire either that or I'm about to get my ass beat and either way it's just a normal Sunday honestly and 
she comes into the bathroom and in a tissue, she's holding it with a tissue, is my bullet and it's vibrating. And she's like, what is this? Asya, what is this? Now we both know what it is, mom. And I don't know why she felt the need to ask me. I don't even know why she felt the need to confront me about it, even if, especially if she knew the reaction she was about to have. Maybe she was just so shook she didn't know what to do with this information, right? I had my own room at that point. I wasn't bothering anybody and I didn't even like using the vibrator. Actually, I found out that vibrators are uncomfortable. I don't I don't feel anything when using a vibrator, which was sad. I was like, I spent money on this, what the fuck? So, but you know, life is what it is. Went straight back to my Benoit balls and have been happy since. Um, yeah. But I, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. And the only reason why I'm saying I don't know is because I am naked and wet and I have not finished my shower. I'm still covered in soap. I'm like, mom, I don't know. I don't know. Can you like go? I'm like, I don't know. Finish my shower. I get dressed and she moseys on into my room and she's like, are we going to talk about it? I was like, you know what? There's, I have a few options. Okay. My first option is to just feign ignorance. Like I have no idea what this is, but that wouldn't work because we both know what it is. <laughs> it was it, it was vibrating. Apparently what had happened was it had just gone off randomly while it was in my drawer and my mom was like annoyed by the noise and so she went in to go find it and she went to go find what the noise was cuz it kept like going off and she found it anyways. My second option was to just be like, it is what it is, you know? My third option, because knowing my mother, she was probably going to absolutely um, murder me. I was like, let's just apologize and let's take that, let's, let's, let's be mature about it. So literally the words that came out of my mouth were, look, it is a vibrator. I apologize for bringing something like this into our home without your knowledge. I will get rid of it if you would like me to. Now, I wasn't gonna get rid of it. I really wasn't. I was not. If she made me throw it in the trash and she made me tie up the trash bag and take it out to the garbage, I would untie the trash bag, find it because I spent money on that bitch, okay? I kept it in my room even after that because I spent money on it. I eat food that I don't like only because I spend money on it. If somebody else spends money on it or somebody offers me bad food, I'm not gonna eat it. But if I spent money on it, I'm gonna choke that shit down, okay? If my money went into something, I'm going to utilize it. So I kept that. I was like, you know what? Even if she makes me throw it away, I'm not going to throw it away. And, you know, the other thing was... <laughs> there was three women in that household at the time. And two of them had masturbatory toys, okay? Yes, I had to pee one day. And so there's two bathrooms in that house at the time, at the apartment we were living with my mom. One was the main bathroom and one was the master bedroom bathroom. And you better believe that I darted into that bathroom to take a piss because I had to pee. Okay, I had to pee. I had to pee. And so I darted into her bathroom, in her room, I, I busted into her room. She wasn't home at the time, she was at work. Busted into the room, used the bathroom, felt nirvana, you know? 
And as I was exiting her bathroom, what I did notice while I was running into her bathroom was the Magnum Dong. Just, oh my God, this thing was huge. I was like, whoa, whoa, oh holy shit. I like I almost touched it because I was just like I want to see how like it was horse cock sized honestly my tch. shout out to my biological mother because she's um I can see why men love her so much I can see why that I can see why that would happen that was phew. So, you know, after I, I made this apology statement, it came out very clear and concise. I was trying not to laugh because there was there was no way that this was serious. Like, even if she beat my ass, like, it, I probably still would have laughed it off afterwards because it would have been like, you know, like, let's just keep it real. I total my beans sometimes. I shmeet my meat on occasion. I mean, everybody does. Come on now. And her response was... And this has to be more humiliating than if she just, like, chewed into me about it, you know? But no, she busted out laughing and handed me money and said, get a better quality vibrator. That hurt, that hurt, and I really didn't masturbate for like a month after that. I was like, yo, this, that was not, that, that hurt, that hurt my pee pee, that, I didn't like that, that didn't feel good. I, I sat, that money sat on my desk for like forever. That was very rough, for sure. I wasn't, um, I wasn't accustomed to that, I wasn't ready for all that, that was, that was something I wasn't prepared for. That was too much. I didn't like that. That was not nice. <laughs> so yeah, that's the story. Um, my friend Alex surprisingly didn't get caught because her mother actually um, goes through her bags and things. My mother couldn't give a shit like she did not give a single fuck about what I was doing so long as she didn't have to find out about it I think that's how it really was because like I don't think she thought I was a good child I don't think by any means she thought I was a good child especially based on her reaction to me once I had I got like a stomach bug and I was throwing up and she ran into the bathroom and was like are you pregnant and I was like what the fuck first off you're talking to me mid regurgitation like I'm not gonna respond second of all rude okay I mean I guess it's nice that you think I'm getting some I wasn't at the time but rude bitch come on now better than that what but you know so I think I think she probably had an inkling that I was a bad child and I was probably out doing um things that she would not approve of but I think it was more like so long as I never brought nonsense home and my bullshit never came to light, it wasn't a problem. Like I'm pretty sure she was she was 
she assumed I was a bad child and I think she probably accepted that I probably did bad child things which to be honest I only really did bad child things because I was depressed and by bad child things I don't even think it was anything like serious I feel like I got a nicotine addiction <laughs> in high school uh, I did do some crazy to shit with my friends on occasion but they rarely invited me on to do that shit I, I sold foot pics in high school she never knew about that over ebay oh my god oh my god oh my god selling foot pics on ebay yo that's <laughs> it wasn't on ebay it was on craigslist that was back when they had craigslist personals we remember that that's where all the prostitutes would um advertise themselves jeez on cheese oh my god selling foot pics on craigslist Oh, listen, I'm not scared of many things, okay? I'm scared of people with a gun. I'm scared of people with a knife. If they have a knife and I have a gun, I'm not scared of them at all. If we both have guns, I'm not scared. If you're the only one with a weapon, I'm not bought. I mean, like, it is what it is. I'll accept my fate. I'm not scared. Most things, I'm scared of the dark. Because that's when all the Satan shit comes out, okay? People out here doing hoodoo and voodoo and yoohoo and all that stuff in the fucking bushes. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> not down for that shit. But um, one thing I am scared of is selling foot pics on Craigslist. And thank fucking God they got rid of personals because that might have been like the most dangerous webpage on like normal internet servers. Like... Craigslist should have- uh, Craigslist legitimately should have been like a deep web cursed fucking site. Like honestly- <laughs> So like, I- I- I posted some pictures of my feet. Just a couple, just to give people a taste of so I knew what my toes look like and my feet and everything. My feet are ugly as shit by the way, so- <laughs> And you have people- calling and they never just spoke normally they had to be creepy about it you know they call you and they'd be like like J jesus maybe i don't think i do anymore honestly i don't think i do have the foot pics anymore you might have me mistaken for somebody else i'm pretty sure i don't have foot pics anymore like no after that shit like why you gotta be creepy about it why the fuck do you gotta be creepy about it you know like and I don't know why I didn't think to just like make it to where people paid me and I like emailed them the foot pics or like texted them the foot pics or airdropped them a file of the foot pics but I was meeting people in person. That was the most dangerous shit, like the dumbest shit I think I did in high school. So I was getting a nicotine addiction. And seduce one of my teachers to get a good grade. But like that was the, the, the seducing the teacher thing. It wasn't even my fault, okay? I saw that that dude was being creepy, okay? 
He was, ooh, he was creepy and he liked me. He liked me. He had to comment on my outfits and shit. Ooh, Miss Scott, you come in here showing a little shoulder like, ooh, what the f- <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but you've been put on Predator Watch. I was a cute little thing back in high school too. I was. I was much skinnier than I am now. I was cute in high school. But, oof. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Oh my God. I remember that, man. I'd be like, <clears throat> you know, once I figured it out, like I figured it actually, it was not just one teacher. I remember there was two teachers that were like that. And then there was another male teacher who didn't like like me in a creepy way, but just like me. And I, I, I finessed my way around that. You know what I'm saying? But there was two male teachers. I remember, holy shit. I can't, I remember the first one. He was the SAT prep teacher. Um, oh my gosh. He did everything but like touch me. Honestly, he was creepy. He used to, oh my gosh, he loved, he literally openly commented on my hips. I actually had a hip problem. I have a hip problem. And people always talk like, oh my gosh, Asya, you walk with your ass, bro. You walk with purpose. Like, no, my hip joints are damaged. Thank you for the comment. <laughs> but he used to comment on my hips, my skin like ooh, i like that smile like he used to call me miss Scott, you know what i'm saying like mm. it was uh it was yeah i finessed that great real easy i finessed that and then there was the computer tech teacher i can't remember his name he used to be a part of the circus, which I don't know why he felt the need to make that comment. Because after that, he was a clown. <laughs> he was a clown after that. Um, you know, he he was... And you know, I think the SAT prep teacher, what was easy about him is that he was charming, at least. You know, he was an old guy, of course, but he was charming, at least. You know... The computer tech teacher, holy shh, creepy motherfucker. Creepy motherfucker. Like, if he stood still, you would think that he was a bad wax figure. Like, he doesn't even look real. His face doesn't move. Like, it's, oh, jeez. And he liked me quite a bit. He, oh, he liked me. And I remember my, my grades started dropping in computer tech, and so I was like, <clears throat> I wore a cute outfit. I moseyed on in there, you know. I never wore bras, but I made sure that my shirt was tight enough for anybody to notice it. Right? I was like, what can I do to fix my grades? I I shouldn't have such a low grade in computer tech. This is kind of bad. And I know I've been slacking off, but mm, is there any way I can fix it? Maybe? Your girl went from an E to a B. Quick maths. Like, I did that, bro. I did that. Then my English teacher, he, he wasn't creepy at all. He was a very cool dude. And he had some particular, he had some students that he liked. He liked most of his students, but he had a few students that he liked. 
um, especially me and my friends in English class at the time. And I remember I was failing. I went to that man's class. I was like, Mr. Smith, you know I'm a Muslim, right? You're like, yeah, okay, yeah. You're like, you know, if I don't pass this class, I won't graduate high school. And do you know my fate, Mr. Smith? It's like, what? I was like, my father's going to sell me to an old man in Saudi. Please, Mr. Smith, please, please. I, I, I don't look good in the cobs. It don't make my booty pop. Come on now, Mr. Smith. And he was like, what? I was like, ew, he going to make me like fourth wife. I'm not ready to be fourth wife. That means I got to deal with three other women. I'm I'm really gay. I can't do that. I can't be faithful like that, Mr. Smith. And he was like, oh, well, we can do a few things to fix your grade. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and those statements were derogatory, Islamophobic, and are not a representation of the actual Islamic community around the world. Actually, it is a small representation of a very, very small um, cultural group that just so happens to be Muslim. Yes. All those things that you know to be stereotypically Muslim are not stereotypically Muslim. They're stereotypically that culture from which they came from. Yes, Muslims come from all different cultures, races, creeds, ethnicities, and walks of life. And not everybody is going to be a creepy old dude with 10 wives. And that was your PSA for the day. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I fixed those grades, bro. Yeah, man. You know, I've, I've been nostalgic about high school these days, you know? Actually, not these days, just today. <laughs> well, I guess, I, I guess recently a, a theme has been arising, like, you know, nostalgia of high school. And I think it really surrounds, like, relationships. All different kinds of relationships, not just romantic, you know, platonic relationships, making new friends and making new relationships and things like that. Jesus, it was so much easier in high school. It was so much easier in high school to have access to people and get to know people. And, you know, you, you, you know, when you're forced to be around a group of people, I understand that you're going to end up having to learn to get along with them. But, you know, high school was more than just people you went to class with. Every now and then you run into somebody and you make friends. It was really easy and you'd have access to that person uh, five days a week. And maybe eventually y'all start hanging out on the weekends. Like, and even relationships were so, oh my God, dating was so simple in high school. And I think the reason why dating was simple in high school is because everybody was just openly horny and honest about their horniness. You know, we high schoolers, we wanted stuff. We wanted to be touched. We wanted to be loved. We wanted to be cuddled. We wanted to be held. We wanted somebody who would dedicate their attention and their time to us, you know? And you could easily just say to somebody, I like you and I want you. I want to keep you near me and that's it. And it was simple because they could just say yes or no, you know? Nowadays, you get out to the adult world, I'm learning when you're trying to, like, make relationships with people, friend relationships or romantic relationships, which are terrible to try to do as an adult in the real world. It's awful. 
But you have somebody like you have to like you have to How do you say it? I had a really good analogy for this. I don't know, it's just you have to go with the flow. You have to pay attention to cues and you gotta roll with the punches and do everything and if you misstep then you're all you're just all fucked up, you know? Then you just ruin the relationship. You don't say the right thing or you don't do the right thing, it can ruin the whole relationship. You know, in high school you were allowed to be awkward and gross and it was forgivable because we were all awkward and gross. You know, and it wasn't out of maliciousness, it was just us being honest. I think sure there's probably a lot of adults that are probably still honest and just gross and awkward, you know? But I think now we feel the need to like make things complicated. So fucking complicated. You know? Like I can't just tell somebody I like you. I want to spend my time with you. I eventually want you to let me hold your hand and cuddle you and watch movies with you. And when you get into the adult world, it's, it's always the fear that that's not real. You know, you get you gotta like, oh my gosh, there's so much that goes into relationships in the adult world. It was so much simpler in high school. I don't miss high school at all, but the 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 you know the mechanics of relationships in high school were so much easier oh holy shit you know and you know it is what it is but for me dating is just shit i can't stand it because like there's so many people out there in the world and i think Nowadays, because people are broke and they don't have time because they gotta work in order to survive, I'm no exception. Um, you gotta get what you can get, you know, for as long as you can have it. And I think that I think that has really started the hookup culture. I think like. I think like because we just don't have time and because we're all very touch deprived as human beings like there was there was a time where it was just okay to you know be close to somebody and be intimate with somebody but not have to worry about sex entering the chat you know I think we need more of that in this world you know we're all just I had a dream last night I was pissed last was it was Halloween night last night I had a dream last night that I was about to get a big, thick, juicy, wet-ass hug, bro. And then those fucking frat boys down the street just showed up on our lawn and started making noise and woke me up just as I was about to get the thickest hug of the century. Like, I wanted to, like, my brain is telling me I need to cuddle somebody. For real. Like, I need some intimacy in my life. So bad. And so I woke up mad at like 3 a.m. I mean, like 2 a.m. I think. Like, fucking hell. I almost, I was this close. I was this close, fuckers. Like, why y'all gotta make noise on my fucking lawn? 
<sighs> it wasn't fair. Yeah. I'm learning more and more of that. Friendship gives you all the social aspects that you need. Friendship gives you all the support and the care and the, the platonic love that you want from a person, you know? Physical intimacy gives you all the touch. And a fleshlight gives you all the nut. <laughs> uh, for real though. Yeah. So, being an adult, man. Shit sucks. I don't recommend it. Um, I recommend that everybody that starts to reach adulthood, y'all just start regressing. Um, just start, you know, devolving back into a child state because... Once you hit 18, there's not really much interesting out here. It's just, it's just it's shit. <laughs> you do have fun moments, but it's very shit. Yeah. I think I'm getting all peaked up about high school because my birthday is coming up and I'm probably all sad. It's this month. November. I don't know when this podcast is going to, this, I think this one is going to come out one week before my birthday or the week of my birthday. Let me see. So I have one scheduled for this Wednesday. Then I have another one coming up the Wednesday after, and that will be this one. Holy shit, it's November. God damn. I'm 20. Holy shit, I'm not going to be a teenager anymore. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, this one will come out a week before my birthday. So I guess the next one will come out the week of my birthday. I'm not gonna be a teenager anymore. Whoa. I'm turning 20 years old. 20. That's so crazy. Like, why would I do that? <laughs> oh my God, why would I do that? That's so random, like, geez. I'm happy I'm still alive, though. I had some times where I probably wouldn't have been alive if somebody hadn't come and helped me. But I'm glad I'm still alive that I got to see my 20th month. My 20th November. 20th month, Jesus. <laughs> my 20th November. You know? I love the fall. It's my favorite season. I'm so happy to see the rain bouncing off the orange leaves. So cute. I feel like I should just open up the window and stick the mic out the window so that you guys can hear the rain. It's gorgeous. Um, so on that note, I'm looking at my audio mixer and oh, this is going to be some A1 audio without the buffer on. That's probably going to be, ooh, this is going to be a loud one. That's going to be a loud one. This one's going to hurt ears. This one's going to make people uncomfortable. But we'll see. The audio's too deep fried. I'll, uh, I'll record a different podcast. No, I'm still going to upload this. Let's just keep it real because I'm not going to record another. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And... That one's coming from the fire department behind the college. Wow. But that, 
that fire department never comes this direction. It's usually the one across the street, huh? Wow, I must be crazy on the highway. Damn. Well, anyways, I um I hope you guys have a beautiful, wonderful day. I implore everybody to go out, take a walk, smell the fucks, smell the weaves, shit. Enjoy what is left of autumn because in a month it will officially be winter. Get those last few pumpkin spice lattes before everything turns to peppermint, peppermint chocolate, peppermint honey, peppermint lavender. (laughs) You know? Everybody get ready to, you know, towards the middle of the month, just completely skip over Thanksgiving and we just go straight to Christmas time. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the Christmas trees. I'm looking forward to seeing the lights. Hopefully somebody will cuff me so that I can kiss them under some mistletoe. Actually, no, that's not how it works. I'm going to find somebody. I'm going to kiss them under their mistletoe and then cuff them afterwards. The life of a young, desperate woman. <laughs> that is it for the Incohesivity podcast. I wish you all well. You guys all stay safe. Wash your hands. Share your hand sanitizer. Be kind. But not the Ellen brand be kind. Just don't be an asshole brand be kind. Um, and I will see you guys in the next podcast. Y'all enjoy yourself. It sells day. Fuck. Shit. <laughs>